0: think that it's going to be that close
1: welcome to the crap beer cast i'm josh that's jeff
0: hey guys and there's and girls too i'm sorry I don't mean to be sexist hi everybody hi
1: everybody hello all individuals hi all the wells you didn't say hi dr nick
2: come, come on. on whatever i'm trying to introduce myself here come on fine fine
1: fine uh anything exciting been going on you know i gotta ask and you know we gotta vamp until the music's over that's how this works thinking about uh, creating a craft beer cast NFT for the oh yes kids. please a non fungible yes yeah. let's do that maybe oh I have the perfect non fungible okay I'll have to see if I can find the episode still on a hard drive <laughs> but it was when Mark said I like it on the back side that should oh. be our non fungible yes that's right somebody will buy that for like 80 bucks I'm sure Turn yeah. it into a ring it'll toner. be Mark
0: just so nobody else can have it
1: <laughs> Right. exactly spread it throughout the land
0: we could have, maybe could have partnered up with Whales for Wishes, which oh. seemed like a thing that it was going to be, uh, so so we knew Whales for Wishes wasn't quite ready to do their bottle share, which is right at this time of year, um, and so they were all ready to do just the online raffle portion, and then like, it's it, like, three or four hours in, they had to pull it, and so they're kind of retooling, I'm not really sure exactly what happened, but yeah. issues with the electronic shop front, so...
2: Womp, womp. Looks like I'll have to do a little digging.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh,
2: but they
0: had, uh, in typical fashion, they had a whole bunch of uh, Bourbon County up for uh, raffling. And then uh, a, a, quite a good amount of Pliny the Younger, which
2: was uh, like, uh,
1: oh, okay. Buy all, buy all. Is there an end auction now buddy? Yeah, where's the buy it now? where's the bite now
0: I don't, want to, I don't want to buy raffle tickets I want to buy it now where's that option?
1: yeah where's that where's that
2: Mark come on Ugh. and I'm you know I, I'm not trying to stockpile uh, plenty of the younger but if I happen to win a lot of it and it's the only thing I drink for a month then so be it so be it
0: you could spend worse months
2: oh for sure
1: yeah you could It's very true
0: have been doing? We're Josh? vamping.
1: We're vamping. Well, yeah. What have you been doing? Oops. Now it's over. Now you're good. Now we don't have the fam. Although I did want to ask did either of you nerds see the TMT arcade game?
0: Not yet. You mentioned this a couple weeks ago.
1: You still need to watch the trailer for it. Man. Okay, cool. It was just the trailers. The game's not out yet. No, no, no. Not for a couple of months, but it gives me all the tingly's because it reminds me of all the TMT games. The good ones. Sure, sure, not the sure. Bad sure, sure. Ones.
0: But also at the same time, like, I think I've spent the last two to three years seeing, you know,
1: trailers of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Dude, that game's never going to finish. Like, part one is out and it's supposed to be like part. I think up to like part four is where they finish it. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's never going to happen. Never
2: going to finish, just like everybody I've ever dated.
0: Oh.
2: Cell phone. Always be closing. Always be closing.
0: I don't, uh,. Yeah, I, I played through playing through the Xbox version, not the remake of course, but you know the, the special like speed run cheats, like triple speed and uh, you're always uh your limit meter is always full, like it's made it easy going. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of doing some cleanup type work before I go in and do the final push. and yeah. You know. Yeah, I
1: hear you. So we actually, ladies and gentlemen Have a story from our subreddit
2: Huzzah! Huzzah. Huzzah. It's not even beer related
1: It's not It's okay It's still close enough Close enough Uh, This particular user has submitted Stories in the past and has always kind of Talked about the weird laws Minnesota has around Oh, you betcha Do you you want to give him a shout out? Yeah, streaking Bigfoot there we go. Is he
0: drinking Bigfoot?
1: Uh, Min- Minnesota's had some weird craft beer laws, and apparently they have weird liquor laws, too. So None of
0: this is surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean, Minnesota's a gorgeous state in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but apparently uh, in Minnesota, you're only allowed to produce up to 40,000, as they call it, spirit barrels. I don't know if they do the jazz hands, the barrels, but... Uh, outside of that, anything you have to do, you have to sell to, basically the the local, you know, just. Distri- well, How you doing it, over there, Josh? I'm all right. Okay? I don't know. Words Welcome to show too. Yeah, Words Minnesota's
2: liquor laws cap micro distilleries production at forty thousand proof gallons. Proof gallons. If, I got, they, a if, if gallons. they have a cocktail room or want to sell directly to consumers, basically, if you want to serve the general public yourself, we're going to. Limit how much you can make, which is weird. Yeah. So, you know, this distillery, Tattersall, is uh, going to open a second facility because they're popular, except it's not going to be in Minnesota. So, it's yeah. going to be in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> which is
1: just bizarre to me that states, I guess I shouldn't say state liquor laws because we all know they're weird, but. They always seem to favor wine and spirits and not beer. So it's weird to see them actually kind of cracking down on spirits as well.
0: I mean, Minneapolis, I'm sorry, Minnesota in general, Wisconsin, I mean, North Dakota. These are all states that are cold for most of the year. Yeah. yeah. Man, give them something, right? You know? Like
1: right like I've been to Minnesota and can you guess Eddie, every time I've been to Minnesota, it's been the summer because yeah. I'm not going when it's fucking January. No, I've been in Wisconsin in the winter. It's not fun.
2: So Wisconsin has no production restrictions or, or limits on what they can sell to, con- to consumers. So what's to I mean, looks like all or most or more for sure production is going to be shifted to Wisconsin's way. And that sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean that's tax revenue that's gone. That's that's local jobs. jobs
2: that are gone. That's, I mean, and that then local, gone. I well, not say gone, gone yeah, because yeah. they haven't. They don't exist yet, but they'll be somewhere else instead of in Minnesota. It's just because uh, this is one of those sin categories where people are a little. Uh, we kind of have to limit our alcohol production. Yeah, I mean, name me another industry where people can, where the state can step step in and tell you like. You're a little too successful. We're going to have to have you stop.
1: So I, I, I guess I just have to ask, and I know neither of you know this, but is the wine lobby that powerful that they just get to run roughshod over everything? Oh, yes.
2: The infamous uh, Minnesota, Minnesota wine, wine lobby. lobby. Well, because I'm thinking of all the wineries in Minnesota. Well, here's, because, you know, they can no, only grow no, no, for like two months
0: in Minnesota.
1: Is, it's just prime for grapes. Here's what I'm saying. You smart asses. How many states do you know that you can get wine legally shipped to your door, but you can't get anything else? You can't get beer. You can't get liquor. North Carolina is a prime example. I can fucking get wine from Amazon shipped to my house. I've I've
2: had liquor from... It's gray market at best.
0: But Josh, wine is sophisticated.
1: Fuck off with that.
2: (laughs) But you're right. That's exactly what it is, but... Uh, I don't know. I've had beer and liquor shipped to my house. It's been kind of great. Uh, if it's shipped via FedEx, nobody gives a shit. It's yeast. Uh, oh, 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 they give a shit if it's vape products, bro.
1: Oh well, no vape products in the mail anymore. That's really, a, really? Yeah,
0: because of the illicit vape trade.
1: Uh, yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's a yeah. I know. I got. Y- a- you remember that cool check we all got?
0: Uh huh. Yeah, this Timmy.
1: Yeah, in in the writer, it was vape mail stuff gets banned. It's all banned now. Like okay, I can't get anything so anymore.
0: I wonder if that's maybe so to the crack, juice is not loose. Yeah, maybe to crack down on some of the like illicit companies that are adding nicotine after they wiped tried to wipe all that
1: out. I don't know. or THC, which is what landed all those people in the fucking
2: hospital. It was good times. You mean black market cartridges might not always be on the up and up? Right, I, but, for one, am shocked. But wait, you know,
1: what? Uh, somebody like me, who has made his own shit forever and knows exactly what's in it, is now being punished. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, St. Paddy's, Paddy's like Day just happened. What happened on St. Patty's Day? To me, nothing. Staying yeah, home. I did Yeah, and I gotta...
0: Feel, I, you know, and, and I know, like, so, pandemic notwithstanding, or maybe because of the pandemic... I feel like this was the quietest St. Patrick's Day of all time.
2: Hmm, depending on which place you were at.
0: Yeah, but I, I, like, I just didn't, well, I guess I've been off social media a little bit too. I don't know, it seemed like, you know, it was the evergreen tweet from Purvis bitching about how, you know, people celebrating St. Patrick's Day on Saturday or blah, 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 blah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Or the, it's Patties, not Patties. and. <sighs> Which is technically correct. And somebody's yeah. out
0: there bitching about cultural appropriation and whatever.
1: Uh, All right. Well, so what happened on St.
2: Patty's Day this year? So we're looking at two years worth of data. Uh, we're comparing St. Patrick's Day 2021 to 2019. Now, obviously, with the world not being back to where you know back to normal, uh, drinking is down. Um, it is down 20.9% from the 2019 St. Patrick's Day. However, uh, considering uh, on-premise volume has been down by, you know, somewhere between 41% and 51 or 48% and 51%, suddenly St. Patrick's being only down 20.9%, that's a big, big bump. Um, so it's a sign of things like nature is healing.
0: (laughs) We are the virus.
2: (laughs) Yeah. This article further breaks down in terms of like, what's up, what's down. Uh, Light loggers are up 8.8%. Regular loggers are up 17.9%. IPA is down 14.3 stouts and porters. Now this, that is interesting. Like, Think of how many places do like an Irish tri stout. Yeah. Uh yeah. Or, or fucking Guinness for that matter. Right. Uh those numbers are down eight percent. So and this is the only time of year that I buy Guinness. Yeah. And it even then,
0: like, it's only at request. You when see, somebody's like, Can you bring some Guinness? And I'm like, something
2: You shit. see a real <sighs> glut for uh Irish dry Stouts and this is like the only time that a lot of breweries make them. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um It's a sign that things are starting to return back to normal. Although we're definitely not where we were two years ago. I mean, and again, last year doesn't really count either because yeah, that was was when things were the start of the pandemic, basically. Yeah. So yeah, looks like we're moving in a positive direction in terms of well, positive revenue uh, direction in terms of consumption. Right, I, I want to save this next story
1: for last. Actually, I'm going to move it. Oh well, wow. is that okay? okay? That's
2: fine. That's the <gasps> too.
0: I had everything pre-programmed in my brain to where I would be, gra- you know, gradually segueing into this next story. You moving it to the end really throws me off, Josh. How could you, you monster?
1: Rar. Do you even host, bro? No, bro. Uh, we have a trio of stories about the hard water, hard seltzer, seltzer pop, alka pop. Uh, I don't even know what you want to call this category anymore. Yeah, that's what I want to call it too. Uh, this one Jeff found Grasping for Relevance. Yeah. I think. This one Jeff found and I just got infuriated reading this story. As you should.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, you so ever just like, wanna like, you ever see the header image you're like, I wanna slap somebody.
1: Yeah, like I wanna choke you, bro.
0: So you know how like for the last, I don't know, year to two years. The big kind of non beer buzz has been about basically one thing hard seltzer. Well, some guys in North, uh, North in New Hampshire have figured out what if, because here's a product that everybody was asking for, what if we did like hard seltzer but like took the bubbles out,
2: bro? You mean like put water in vodka? So it's you mean it's, like a flavored water with alcohol in
0: it? So I already felt and, and I've said it time and time again that I already kind of felt that hard seltzer is just like the lazy way into drinking. I, I get it when you're talking about like a beer because you can't just like replicate a beer using household ingredients. Not like like that. However, you can go out and buy, you know, a 12-pack of La Croce and a handle of vodka and mix them together and boom, hard Soaps seltzer. Water. But now you're going to make it flat. I, like, I, this is, uh, I just, this is, okay. Okay. okay, 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 okay. Here's the thing. Like, nobody's, who's asking for this? Nobody. Who's upset because my my white claw is too bubbly?
1: It, the bubbles hurt my tongue. I don't
2: like it. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not able to butt chug these as fast because the carbonation makes me fart.
0: With only 95 calories and 4.5% by alcohol. Alcohol by volume. It's not even like going...
1: Okay. Okay. Mm. All right, so... Jeff, Do a I, shot, chase it with a pint of water done i hate to open pandora's box here oh wow
0: well, you, know, you, you do t- you don't care
1: no i don't i really don't you really don't you have a child that's in college yep is the seltzer thing like is it big there like that's what i'm trying to figure out who is this for so
0: <laughs> she sends me a a text one day and it's a picture of the fridge and she's proud because she had made a bunch of meals and like stored them all and like got leftovers. Like, look what I did. And, you know, me being the dad, I'm like, who's one claws that
2: <laughs> one claw or white claw or white claw? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, a... yeah.
0: Well, hold on. Yeah. yeah I was no, like, no, like, one claw. Boom. Let's fist this. I would have been proud. No, um, no, it's, it's her roommates. Who's, you know,
2: of course it is.
1: That's the story, right? That's the story. But yeah. All right. So then apparently that's who this is for. We are just—we are not of the age to understand this, and I guess it makes sense for somebody that maybe, hey, Dad, drink beer, and I might have snuck a beer from Dad when I was younger. I didn't like that bubbly sensation on my mouth, so just give me water because yes, alcohol. because I
0: definitely don't like Sprite and Coke and everything else. You know, like <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just I'm
1: reaching. Yeah, at this yeah, point. I, I
0: know. Yeah, I mean, we all are. We're trying to figure it out, and I mean, like, this is one of those like. Like there's a guy on Reddit that makes things that nobody asked for that. It is just funny shit. You know, like that's what this is.
1: Like nobody's not funny, but like nobody really
0: wanted this. So, so literally you're taking, you know, like artificial flavors, dropping them in water, adding some, you know, clean spirits in there and saying like, Hey, cool. We made something. You poured some shit together. That's different.
2: Yeah. There's no art. You got a recipe. You got a recipe but there's no art to this at all and that's what so much of my hatred or just it's disrespect it's what it is i i i do not respect seltzer because i don't think that's so fucking hard <sighs> if i can make it in my kitchen with the limited ingredients That are already in my kitchen Instantly
0: too I might add
2: Yeah then I'm not Because like As like Shania question. Twain would say That don't impress me much oh, I thought you were going to say man you feel like a woman
0: The thing is <laughs> <laughs> The thing is like you know it's one thing You know like the whole Notion of the hard seltzer Is Well we just want something that's less fussy I just want to be able to open a can and drink it And again, to that I say, like, pouring one thing in is real freaking difficult, y'all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, going along with that, Wells, what's going on with this fancy water?
2: Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm I'm pretty sure I submitted both of these articles, or at least one of them. Uh,
0: Congratulations. You played yourself. I know,
2: right? So... The article title is, is craft sparkling water the next big thing? And I'm just going to come out and say, no, no, it's not. No, we've had hop water. It wasn't that good. But craft sparkling water. I'm talking about flavored water that has been carbonated and those little. You mean seltzer? But sure. So it's like flavored water with carbonation, but no fermentation, no alcohol. So you can So you mean seltzer? I guess. <laughs> but not hard seltzer. I mean you know right. no, so I, there's no I,
0: alcohol I, in it. It's I, just fizzy bubbly water. I, I, so it's like craft lacroche.
1: I, I I drink bubbly. I drink lacroche. I
2: drink Buble. drift. So, so is is craft. Uh is is the craft version of that the next big thing.
0: But here's the pro okay, so so let's I'll play I'll play along, Wells. I'll play along. Sure. Okay,
2: so makes one of us.
0: Right here we've got the uh, you know, we, we've got the the picture and you can uh, check the link. Uh we'll post it in the show notes, craftbeercast.com. Also uh post it in our patreon.com slash craftbeercast. But the the lead picture here is a can from Fanta Flora, who we, we had one of their beers last show. So I guess the idea here is that breweries are going to start making sparkling water because why not? La Croce and Los Chicos and um, I mean, Topo, Chico. Topo Chico, which sure. we're talking about next. Yeah. Whatever
1: story. Don't don't degrade that brand, sir. Whatever. You
2: know, like even Spindrift, which that is matter. weird. Why in the hell are we defending a Coca-Cola brand being distributed? I don't by give fuck. That shit well, is legit.
0: Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because this is where it starts. Fanta Flora says, we want to make this sparkling water. It's craft. Okay, whatever. Because you're making it in a small batch, it's craft. Whatever. It's artisan. It's locally sort. Like, all the buzzwords that we've gotten so bored with over the years. But now they're doing it with water. Cool, 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 cool. And then you're going to see uh, Los Pocos Chicos come out and say... Hey, we too are craft seltzer and you two are going to rail against it because you're going to say, no, that's made by big Coca-Cola. That's not craft. And I'll be like, all right, who cares? Well,
1: all right. So to, to even further this, I'm sure you all remember smart water. Yes. And I mean, no, that's because it had vitamins in it. It was fruit juice, but they just called it smart water.
0: Yeah, it was a Gatorade.
1: Yeah, it was Gatorade. It's the same basic concept. Like, I can buy... I could walk down to the Publix. I could walk down to the Harris Seed. Or I could buy just a fucking sparkling or seltzer, depending on however they carbonate it. But they didn't,
0: in a lot of cases. Smartwater water it, was it, usually flat one. Well,
1: no, no, no. I'm saying this. Oh, yeah, go- sure, okay. Going back to this. Yeah. But all you have to do is slap a Flora or whoever, whatever, on the label. And no. No. This is... But I'm no. telling, you,
0: like, like the, the next move will be someone you don't consider craft putting out a craft seltzer, and you're going to be upset that you know Los Chicos Pollos Hermanos is not actually craft. You guys. Well, I know it's not, but I don't give a fuck because their grapefruit mineral water ah. is delicious. So what you're telling me is that you're really secretly a Goose Island fan.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Alright, so
2: Whatever poor, poor Wells is trying to, get to talk again Meanwhile I, I just can't wait for the next thing of like We have flavorless carbonated water I mean, is that so, next?
0: So water
2: Now, yes. do, you, do either of you remember Water Joe?
0: Water Joe was a bottled water that was out in the mid, like Billy beer mid nineties. No, Did it no, no. have caffeine in it. It had caffeine in oh it. God. It was caffeinated water. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Because like apparently coffee is too much. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, water? I just need to do like a hard stop on us right now because the side ad here is that Evil Twins Pastry Water is the hard seltzer of the summer. You guys, I'm
2: about to quit. And untitled art CBD sparkling water will cure what ails you. No, right it above won't. that.
0: No, won't.
1: All right, so
2: hold on. I gotta go back to
1: this water Joe thing. Was it just water with caffeine? It was not yeah. carbonated. Yeah, it was just. It just looked like regular
0: bottled water. And so, the, I think one of the wow. reasons they had to pull it off the shelf was because people would buy it, and think it was just regular bottled water, when in fact it wasn't. It's caffeinated. It's water that gets
2: you jacked. <laughs> Jolt water, you know, like whatever. Oh my god, that'd be fantastic! All, all the sugar and twice the caffeine.
0: Ah, yes, yeah. Chico's Hermanos hard
2: seltzer.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this. Wells and I are super excited. Tapo Chico it officially launches on March 29th This is the start of the seltzer show. Okay, but it's say,
2: but it's here. Here's certain states on. Oh, are we going to? Are we going to get it? No, not us. Oh,
0: man. So it's like Arizona,
2: California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Texas. Looks like I'm going to have to make a road trip to Georgia and. Or Washington Or Virginia. No, never mind. Or Boston, Cape Cod, Chicago, New York City. Well, sure, but I would. Georgia is so much closer than D.C. six and a half hours Correct. away. Correct. So, uh, yeah, Hotland, i, yeah, I hot land, probably get some. We've. Threatened, joked, whatever. No, event. no, it's and time. It, it, a it's, seltzer show, and and I think that's going to be the impetus. Yep. We're going to do a hard seltzer look, show. And as, soon as soon as somebody
0: s- sees this, buy it. Group text. Yep. I'll go hit the the teeter over here that has like 30 to 40 varieties. Yeah, this is the bat signal. Yes. And no, and, no, 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 no. This is the first horseman of the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: fair enough. <laughs> because we have had, you know, like hop hopped seltzers on the show in the past uh was it stillwater uh that yeah, did yeah. like a west coast seltzer and the new england seltzer i mean those were pretty good i mean it's a hop, it's hopped sparkling water but at the same time like it was hopped well at least it was interesting um i don't know i'm Super excited about the fort first uh, seal being opened and uh... right, and the locust coming down. Sure, it's gonna be a good time. The end of the beginning is the end.
0: The fuck is that?
2: I don't know. Just, uh... Have you not tried this? No, you haven't poured it
1: yet.
0: Oh, you're a special kind of monster, Josh. You're <laughs> a special kind of monster.
1: Who me? That's not mine. Yeah, it is. No. No, where'd it come from? Uh, Our friend. I didn't do it. Our friend. No, that's not man. Nobody's friend anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what the fuck that is. All right, we're
0: gonna have to do some research when we go on break. Okay, fair enough. So
2: I can't believe, oh man! So this is vaguely uh, having to do with beer, but uh, it's here
0: in town. I've seen
2: Wolverine boots. Uh, are doing a New Holland's Dragon's Milk-themed line uh, to celebrate Dragon's Milk's 20th 20th anniversary. And uh, look... The most ambitious crossover ever. I know, right? I mean, I was like, do they tan or somehow like use dragon's now, milk in making what, this beer what happened is, do they use the dragon's milk staves as part of the sole material for this beer unfortunately the answer is no yeah but these are just sharp looking shoes and i fucking want them they, real they, bad.
0: really what happened here is they saw that that uh thing that uh bells and carhartt did
1: and they're like we want to do the same thing i missed
2: that or i don't <laughs> yeah. remember it
0: making shit up. Oh, okay. (laughs) That
1: wasn't actually a thing. I mean, I I was going to say, like, seeing the the title of this, I'm like, is this the most random crossover ever? No. We've seen far worse in in the world of craft beer. Yeah, I mean, you know. They are some slick-looking
2: boots. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I mean, look, I love regular Dragon's Milk. Um, I find that their variants are very much hit or miss and we have a winner in the fridge buddy let me oh, tell you so we got a winner in the fridge and like the triple mash was super good but for yeah everyone, some of them are, are everyone one of bad, those but... then there's like the orange and mint and go fuck yourself so you know whatever uh wolverine is making uh boots to celebrate dragon smoke's 20th anniversary and damn it makes me want to celebrate Dragon's Milk's 20th anniversary, too, because I think my feet would look good strapped with one of those. Just saying. That's right. If anybody, uh, reach out to us at uh, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Be sure to put uh, Daddy Needs a New Pair of Shoes in the uh, whatever, and I'll, I'll I'll buy shoes with it. That's right. All right, so... Well, that was uh, super
1: comfortable to listen to. That's whatever. Wells and Jeff both posted this article, and then I actually first took the time to actually read it. Me too. Uh, And it was actually kind of a fascinating read about what's happened to Goose Island 10 years later. Uh, You know, the news that kind of shocked the world when this happened, and I can remember very specifically where I was when I heard this news, and we were getting ready to record a show and went, the fuck just happened because you know i can remember this was back in the the heady days of mark still being around and mark being on the episode and i'll never forget mark texting me an image and saying you know hey i've got this beer it's goose island it's bourbon barrel and i'm like wait what does that mean no i knew what it was at that point i'm like wait you you have one of those he's like yes yes (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! I will be right over. And this was, you know, the beer was produced pre buyout. AB had had already purchased them, but
2: had that had that too. Okay. Keep I going. My, my little bit
1: this. Okay, sorry. Uh, so, anyways, uh, it was just it, it's fascinating to read what's happened, and and of course it's no surprise that what was probably synonymous with Chicago of beer. Was Goose Island at one point like they were the the big boys that weren't the big boys? I guess is is another way to say it. Like you know, and and for the longest time, I mean, let's face it, that name held a cachet, at least to me. And, and you would tell me, "Hey, I've got something, Goose Island." I'd yeah. be like, "Um, yeah, please, yeah, let let me try it." I mean, you know, like all breweries, not
0: all of their stuff were home runs, but they made good beer yeah I remember having uh, a 3 two in Chicago before a Cubs game and um,
1: I and, was really damn good and I was about to say Jeff you was is somebody that was closer than Walser Eye to Goose Island technically like yeah. you probably had a lot more of their stuff than yeah I ever did and I mean, like we
0: <clears throat> we had a group of folks and of course this is 15 years ago, I guess at this point we would get together and this was when we were all kind of starting to get into craft beer and we would get together as an excuse to, you know, be adults and drink and have food. But you know, everybody would bring something and usually it was like something that was meaningful to you. So, you know, sometimes people would bring red stripe. Sometimes people would bring lightning kugels, summer Shandy. but like, you know, one of the guys had stopped at a liquor store and was like, I need something that'll be impressive. And he brought one of the sisters, one of the goose Island sisters,
2: like Matilda. Or-
0: yeah. I think it was yep. Matilda. Right. Thank you. And like completely blew us away. Cause we we're like, Oh, beer can be this as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, cause like most of what we would had was pretty mainstream stuff. Goose Island was out there kind of on that cutting edge, getting out there to everybody. So, you know, when they, when they got acquired, it was a pretty big shock.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, the story kind of goes a little bit further in depth of saying that <clears throat> Goose Island wasn't founded by, like, a Ken Grossman or Larry Bell of, I'm a home brewer. I want to share my recipes with the world. I want you to understand what I enjoy about beer. It was founded by a businessman, and at the end of the day, that was kind of his ultimate goal of, I want to grow this brand. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Business man. Business man. Uh, and so, you know, they, when we talk about the cell where to the three of us in the, in the room, this was a big shocker, but to him, it was kind of a natural progression of this is what I want to do with this brand. And it kind of makes sense. And then it goes a little bit further to talk about what's happened to a uh, goose at the end of the day. Do I just not I keep, even need keep to talking, bother with Keep this? talking. I'm just preparing. Okay. So what's happened to Goose at the end of the day? Which is, uh, believe it or not, uh, some of the beers that we thought were not going to be made by AB are not. Like Matilda is not being sure. made by AB; they're still brewing it themselves. Uh, of course, the Goose stuff is we famously know because they had an infection high, issue. They're high
0: volume stuff, I'm
2: sure. Yeah, well, well, it, and and they've also tweaked the recipes to the point that they're barely recognizable from where they were 10 years ago.
1: Exactly, like some of their award-winning IPAs aren't the same anymore. They've killed honkers. Honkers doesn't exist anymore. Tell us their ESP, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Their tap room doesn't look like their tap room anymore. Mm -hmm. It's completely changed and basically, the story goes on to say that at the end of the day Goose Island, the main reason the whole purchase happened, and we all kind of knew this, a B needed a legitimate craft beer brand. Right. Because they didn't really have anything. They had a bunch of shadow brands up to that point. And at the end of the day, the founder of Goose wanted to make money and he wanted the name to get out there. It's pretty
2: stunning to me how little Goose Island went for. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So especially like,
1: now. Like one point three million? No, 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 it was, it was like it was
2: 30 and change.
0: Yeah, go scroll down, Josh. It's in here. Uh blah, 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 30. thirty-eight point oh, eight
2: million.
1: Okay. I don't know why I came up with 1.
2: but that's 3. that's that's yeah that's 100. nothing. Change.
1: How much did Ballast Point go for? Like five yeah.
0: hundred. It was like like half a billion. It was like you know, five hundred million or something. Yeah, like it was I mean, that. stupid lot. amounts of money. And Lagunitas, Lagunitas was like, was like two fifty.
2: Like, I think they were. I think they were two times. I think they were a billion total. Could like be like two two out at 500 or 500 million. So, um, crazy. Yeah. The fact that goose Island went for what I would consider pocket change to Anheuser Busch is, uh, always welcome to the club, Josh. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I'll admit I have not finished. So this is the same author that, uh, wrote, uh, Barely, yeah. Barrel-aged stout and selling out. Yeah, Uh, I spilled beer on my copy. It was a barrel-aged stout, and so I rebought it because you know half the pages were stuck together, and uh, I just did not, uh, just haven't really picked it back up with gusto. Shame on me. That's on me. Whatever. I still love this guy's writing, but here's somebody that has been following Goose Island for over a decade now. Yep. Uh, watch, watch very, it. very much ingrained in the Charlotte or Charlotte, Chicago, Chicago. craft beer scene. <laughs> so, anytime that he writes about Goose Island, I'm going to pay attention to his articles. And obviously, I haven't finished your book. Sorry, Josh. Um, but for some reason, the pages are but, sticky. But he has such a perspective. So for him to go back through and say, "This is what I like," I'm just now revisiting. Uh, 312 and you know this IPA and this that and the other and here's my honest thoughts on them Um,
0: I mean you know like you kind of feel bad at the same time you know maybe the brew pub in Chicago could or should if they haven't already start doing like small batch Thursdays where they make small batches of the original recipe (laughs) I mean I don't know how how corporate would enjoy that but I mean like, if I found out they were doing, like, all their OG stuff, like, I might be interested. But then at the same
1: time, I'm giving money that goes to A, B, and Bev, and that's not really my jam, so. <sighs> yeah, it's, it, it's just a fascinating read when you actually look at it from his perspective. Because, you know, it would be like, you know, Jeff, for you mm-hmm. being near Three Floyds, mm-hmm. for me being near Boulevard, if, yeah. if one of those that, you know, was kind of like the, the bell cow to me of... of
2: for me being near omb.
0: Yeah, I mean there's, you know, you're going to have that one that you grew up on that you have mm-hmm. sentimental emotional attachment to. And inevitably, you know, most places are either going to sell out or go under. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, the good ones stick around and stay independent, but you know, pandemic puts press on people. Sometimes big money comes in and says, "I'm going to, you know, give you more than you think you deserve. Yeah. At that time, there wasn't a valuation for what a brewery like Goose Island was worth. Right. And so we look at it now and we're like, "Oh my gosh, that was amazing steal." But I bet at that time they're looking at it going, "That's this more money a, than I've
1: ever known." Yeah, this is a fucking gamble and a half.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're it's the first major acquisition of a craft brewery by a big boy. Yeah. And 38 million dollars that's a lot. I mean, look, that's a lot of money. I'm not about to turn away 38 million dollars if somebody wants to like, right. You know, we've s- often slide said, me some, uh, we, we'd slide often said some.
0: that we'll sell the podcast for that. Oh yeah, yeah. 38.8 million dollars. I like, I'd sell us. for
2: a million at this
1: point. Hit, like hit us cool up, up at uh, Patreon.com/slash no, 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 no. podcast. 8. Okay, well, sure. I'll do it for 38.7. <sighs> I'm so low ball. Low ball for a million.
0: I'll shut I'll, up. I was like, Josh is over here with his one dollar bullshit.
1: Yes. Yeah. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. But uh, I, I highly recommend. Uh, I I don't feel like we're doing this article justice. Go through and read it, and you'll. you'll it is s- really interesting whenever
0: you've got somebody that has this kind of perspective, that has been in that market and has seen the ups and downs, and has been cataloging it actively yeah. since
1: it started. So. Well, and you know, one last point, and we'll go take our break. One of the things that amazed me is he calls out the fact that like. Revolution is now kind of the big independent player now in Chicago, oh, yes. and, and and Goose Island is just another name on the shelf.
2: Yep, and which plus, is fascinating. La- Lagunitas has a production facility in Chicago too. Yep, remember when we thought that was going to be a thing? Yeah, yep. Still kind of is. It's crazy.
0: Not in that market, I don't think. But
2: still, it, it once upon a time Goose Island ran Chicago. Yeah, and they were they, the kings. Now they just don't. Yep.
1: Ready for break. Yes, sir. We'll be back in 30. time provide nobody how does that work
2: it's (laughs) pretty simple uh we start out by not letting jeff talk and then uh so we've been drinking beer uh throughout the course of the show some good some bad and this is our time to let you know what we think about it using a very simple system would we buy it again or not jeff start us off with something uh friendly
0: something friendly uh how about a friendly reminder
2: about um Divine Barrel's new beer.
0: Uh, it's a dry hopped Goza style ale. Uh, it has, I believe, lemon lemon zest in it, uh, which gives it its fruit. Um, I'm a little interested in the art because uh, Friendly Reminder has a heart in the eye, in the dot for the eye. But it's like attached to whatever with a chef's knife. Mm-hmm. Um, stab pretty deep into whatever surface it is that the thing is in. So like... I feel like this is one of those double meaning things where I I, I really want to like hit up Gavin and be like, you okay, dude? You you guys all right over there? Because sure, this, you guys okay? You okay? But uh, um, a dry hop goes a style. So so for me, this reminds me of the Goes from High Wire. Um, I enjoy this. It's good. I I bought some um I don't know that I'd buy it again, but I definitely would get it on a flight. Um it is a good beer. I just like I'm not always reaching for these and if it comes to divine barrel and this kind of a uh, lane of beer, I will save my money for um
1: consistent intentions. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, this was really tasty. Um unfortunately really the uh dry hop kind of overwhelmed uh the base goza not getting a whole lot of whatever is underneath but but damn i don't really care because this is really tasty this is so much better than that uh still water hop seltzer that i was talking about earlier in the show uh look for sure it's beer flavored beer still uh i'm a huge buy josh what do you think so, <clears throat> excuse me. We all know my feeling
1: on Goza's. You hate them. Do you want me to get to like a Goza? Sure. You do this. Okay. Holy shit. Like, apparently, all it takes is to dry hop it, and I'm in. Drab a little lemon. I mean, you know. I'm in. Yeah. Like, I this was the... So, the last episode, I, I, I saw the lineup, and I think, Jeff, you might have shifted a few things, because I thought this might have been the first beer of the first show, and... Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. not looking forward to this at all, at all. And the entire time, I'm going, where is it going to come? Where is it going to come? It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. In your mouth. That's it, right. It's going to show up. When you least expect it with no warning. <laughs> not not and, even
2: and, a friendly tap on the top of your head. And
1: then I see, okay, we had a pretty goddamn stellar lineup last show. Yep. It's the first beer of the show. All right. I'll, I'll muscle through it. And Damn. Like, I am super impressed.
0: Yes. It is a very good beer.
1: Like, I could I could actually drink this one. So, big buy. Okay. And that says a fucking lot. Next beer up.
0: Next beer up uh, from Free Range. It's Susie Took Her Tea, a Carolina Crosette with Meyer Lemons. 99% local ingredients, which is pretty cool. That's one of the things that Free Range really hangs their hat on. Um I'd be curious to know what the one percent was. Like, I feel like that—that's if you're gonna go ninety-nine percent, you're just to say, like, the one percent was like yeast. Some, some, yeah, like some yeast that we had to buy from, like, you know, Kroger or something like. That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, kroger is local now, you know. Technically. Mm, anyway, yeah, okay, technically. Um,
0: yeah, you know, like this is a uh, this is just like the last one. It is a good, um, it's a light kind of weedy beer that has a lot of good lemon flavor to it. Um, I actually prefer the divine barrel to this one, but this is really good. I, I like, like, as I'm having it a second time, I think the tea is really adding a lot to this beer. This one's a really good beer as well. Um, Josh, actually, uh, would you recheck me as I'll buy both of these?
2: Um, there I, we go. Cause I'm like, you, you yeah, like no, the other I'd one
0: like, more than this, but you want to buy this and not that. Okay. I, am like, my body is
1: ready for zest intentions. And he is very angry about a beer that we had. So yeah, can, I'm kind of mixed up in the head. Okay, so just I, I, like I can understand where he was coming yeah.
0: from. So so I'll buy. Yeah. So so I'm back to buying the friendly reminder because it is. I mean, it is. It is really good. Um, and this Susie took her tea. I, I mean, it's it's like a more lemon forward. Like like the ratios were flipped, and there's more lemon in this than tea compared to like uh, Birdsong's Blackbird.
2: Which is a little more tea than lemon. I don't think there's any actual tea in this. It's just uh, really? a name of the beer. Okay. Because I feel like, like I'm, I'm, getting some, I'm
0: getting some like kind of like acerbic, astringent tea flavor. But maybe that's just in my head because I see the word tea. Which is entirely possible. Show two.
2: Look, uh, the only bad thing I have to say about this beer is... I wish it had come out in prime lawn mowing season. For sure. I am not mowing my grass just yet. I'm about to break out the string trimmer and knock down a patch, but I've still got a week or two until I have to like start mowing. So this beer came out a little too early for me and mowing my grass. That's the only bad thing I have to say about it. This is really good. The Meyer lemon shines, but it's not a Meyer lemon fest you can still tell there's a solid Grisette just behind the curtain. Uh, solid Super Buy. Good job, for your Range. Josh, what are your thoughts on this beauty?
1: This is surprisingly good. And I, I shouldn't say surprisingly. Like, the Grisettes have been kind of a weird wheelhouse for me, I guess. Like, I don't necessarily enjoy a lot of them. Uh, this one, the Meyer Lemon is there. It's delicious. I love it. It's fantastic. Big bye. Jeff, next beer up.
2: That's a lot of beer.
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes we have a beer on the show and we drink through it pretty quickly and then sometimes we don't. Um, From Untitled Art in collaboration with Angry Chair Brewing. Two
2: breweries I respect and love very much.
0: Yes, Angry Chair makes some of the, um, I don't want to say to style, like they make these dessert beers that taste exactly like the desserts they say they taste like. Okay. So like their German chocolate cake Imperial stout is the most German chocolate cake like beer I've ever had. So I'm sure Josh saw this and got super excited. The, this is yours, right? You're claiming this one.
1: No, it's not mine. it's Carolina Mace.
0: Okay. So Carolina Mace sent us this, uh, angry chair, <laughs> untitled art. He's looking past the book. Um, this is their loaded French Toast Imperial Stout. An Imperial Stout with maple syrup, cinnamon, and milk sugar. 11%. Um, and I think the I, It doesn't say coffee, but I feel like there's coffee in here, and I feel like the coffee has turned.
2: I feel like they'd have to disclose that if it was.
0: Also, this is from November 3rd. So, I mean, like, normally it'd be okay to sit on this. I don't know. Like, there just was a whole lot going on, and... <sighs> I'm a, I'm, I'm, it's not even close. I'm a no buy on this one, but I, like, I'm not even sure what I'm most frustrated with with this beer. I just don't like it.
2: So, you say there's a whole lot going on, and I fully ask disagree because I think this is a cinnamon festival, and that's about it.
0: Oh, no, there's tons of maple in this.
2: Really? Oh, yeah. Because I really couldn't break through that cinnamon wall. I mean, if I wanted to have that much cinnamon toast crunch flavor, I'd order shrimp. Right? Um, oops all shrimp tails oops all shrimp tails but this just wasn't it for me I uh, I'm pretty permissible when it comes to a lot of Untitled Art stout collaborations I know they can be a little sweet sometimes or a little this or a little that but I keep buying Untitled Art because I think they're really putting out some good shit but this was just a little too out of balance and could have Uh, benefited from some more restraint. So that's a no-buy. Josh. So when Carolina Mays sent the package over,
1: this was the one I honestly was most excited about Mm -hmm. because it's an titled arts. Right. A lot of their crazy beers are crazy good. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you guys. This one was this close to me really liking it, but there was just too much cinnamon to it where I'm like, nope.
2: Yeah, same.
1: I mean, it's a... Good beer but We're that great th- yeah
2: that that's what frustrates me the most is you're on the doorstep to greatness yes and you just can't quite close the deal it's like you're edging me and I never come yes but like is this one of those
0: beers where it has sat for too long and, and everything else kind of starts to take a back seat and cinnamon takes over I just If we know- would have had this fresh er. Yeah, what but wouldn't matter?
1: cinnamon fade before anything else, like coffee? No, c- cinnamon sticks around. Does it? Okay. Yeah, uh, and maybe that's the case. Maybe it's just it uh, sticks around. You say? <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> a little, a little fresher. This <laughs> would have been delicious. Because I mean, I'm serious. That th- this beer was damn good. It just the cinnamon overpowered everything.
2: Do you remember like the macadamia nut yep. smell yes. that I brought oh, yes. in? Yes. And Terpene burps because. Wrong beer.
0: No, really? no. Different beer, but it's the same brewery.
2: Yeah. But the macadamia you nut know, stout, like, oh, it was that fantastic. was crazy. And plus, I had sat on that for a little while because, you know, COVID and everything. Like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we didn't meet up for a few weeks. Um, that That is not this, and this is not that.
1: Yeah, I'm bummed because I was really excited to try that one. But unfortunately, I have to do You lose some, I... you lose some. Yeah, that's right. Next beer up.
0: Next beer up Um, from... Atlanta, uh, from, from, from Wells's uh, trip, Monday Night Brewing's uh, garage group put out, For My Friend, an English barley wine times imperial milk stout blend. hmm For My Friend blends the malt-forward flavors of an English barley wine with the creaminess of an imperial milk stout. This boozy 12% beer is best enjoyed with strong aged cheeses, rich dessert, and socially distant celebrations with friends. Aww. Oh. Actually, it gives me an idea. We should totally do like a beer and cheese pairing episode. That could be fun.
2: How about a could seltzer be? and cheese pairing? Oh, a what? God.
0: Seltzer? <laughs> How about a seltzer and cheese pairing? How about a seltzer and get the fuck out?
2: <laughs> I like where your head's at, Jeff. Keep talking. He is just ramped
1: up for this last beer. Oh, I, can, I can feel it's it. coming. It's coming. What, what, you remember when
0: Hulk hulks up? Yeah, that's right. I'm shaking The Hulkamania <laughs> is, more, no, no, is this, coming. This,
2: this,
1: this
0: is more Wh- ultimate warrior. I'm shaking the belt.
2: Whatever you the, do, don't the, drop the, the that ropes. bottle. That's all I'm asking.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to drop the bottle. Um, so this is a 2020 beer. Um, well, thanks for bringing this. This is an excellent beer. Um, like, I would never have thought that it'd be a good idea to blend a barley wine with a milk stout. But it freaking works. It is delicious. Um, I would kill for some brie right now.
2: With some baked brie I want, I want some gouda Goudish. Personally I'm going for smoked gouda with this
0: I would okay and so my rationale for brie is that because of the milk stout portion of this it's kind of sweet and I want that like really salty brie creaminess to balance this out and something crunchy I need something crunchy I may be hungry it's beside the point Wells
2: yeah. I'm a buyer this one Wells how about you Look you're talking about combining two of my favorite things Imperial milk stouts and, and cheese uh, and English style barley wines. Cause let's get this right. This isn't it's English style. Uh holy cow, is this not barrel aged? It's not barrel aged. It's not even barrel aged. I want this barrel aged. That's the only way that this could be better. This is a delicious blend. Super tasty. Uh <laughs> Wells does a birthday pour. Not a birthday. There's still more. I mean left. it's his there's beer. St- there's still more left. It's fine. I'm just uh kidding. look, this is this is a huge buy. There's a reason I brought so much of this back to Charlotte and uh, brought this on the show. Love you guys. Love you guys, but I also love Monday Night too.
0: Yeah, Monday Night Fantastic. Love everybody.
2: Too. I'm full of love after this beer. That's hey. right. Josh, what do you think? I'm hey. all out of love.
1: Our See friends at Monday night. You. I love it when you send Jeff beer. Can you please continue to send Jeff beer? <laughs> and I know Wells brought this, but like yeah. we get some of their garage stuff occasionally. And yeah, Chuck, Chuck used to send us stuff. Remember when Chuck would send us good stuff? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. I, I, I do. Um, well, he's probably sitting at home like bitching at me
0: right now because I've got all of the shipping boxes at my house.
2: <laughs> I've been trying not to like bring on more Monday night stuff, and I do have a good amount of Monday night and also some things from Orpheus that are stouts and barley wines. Oh, good, because
0: I love me some Orpheus.
2: So, so anyway, uh, but I didn't want to like bring everything on the show because I'm not trying to crowd our top 10.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is. Oh,
0: right, because that's a concern.
1: This is. What? Is who doggy. like? It's this quite is, excellent. Oh, man. There's toffee. There's milk. There's. Fig. There's just all this yummy deliciousness, and yes, a barrel aged version would be even better. But damn, this they knocked it out of the park with this one. Big huge buy. Uh, Jeff, uh, go ahead and ultimate okay. warrior it on up here. Oh my gosh. So,
0: so okay, okay, okay. So we're
1: trying to figure out where this beer came from, and we think we know. No, we know we know because are you me. gonna? Are you gonna? Uh,
0: I'm not gonna throw.
1: Carolina Mays under the bus, but okay.
0: So you remember how we were all like, Oh, Chuck's got a challenger. Nah, I'm, I don't know, man. Or this, that or this is a troll beer. And by troll, I mean like a half man, half bull, uh, troll called the coffee Minotaur from Orpheus. So like, you know how sometimes you see like all these various pieces and you're like, some of these together could make a good beer. And then like somebody adds like one or two pieces too many and it just goes wrong. I remember seeing this uh, this particular coffee Minotaur beer at uh, 201 Central before they closed. And the can was turned, and I'm like, oh, wow. Um, bourbon barrel-aged coffee and vanilla. And I'm like, oh, wait, the label keeps going. And I turn, sour ale? The heck in heck. <sighs> so pretty sure the coffee's turned on this already because it's like i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm sniffing the can and i'm getting like green pepper and vinegar yep um a bourbon barrel aged coffee and vanilla beer stop makes there sense, stop there that's all you need but this thing pours as i'm pouring in the dump bucket i mean it, it pours like a blonde ale like a
1: yeah, blondish amber.
0: Like a blonde coffee beer. Or like a blonde coffee. Yeah. Like Starbucks is doing that bullshit. You know, like I don't understand what's going on with this beer. Um, this was canned in October. October twenty first. So maybe that's part of it. Like, all I can figure is that they made like some kind of a sour beer and thought, well, let's just throw coffee and vanilla. Like, I don't I don't understand who approved this. And we've had a lot of Orvia's beer that we have thoroughly enjoyed. And then this comes along and I'm like, I just.
1: So, dear listener, if you remember uh, about 30 minutes into the show, (laughs) Jeff pours a sample of this and screams, what the fuck, Josh? What did you do? Uh, This is not me. I did not buy this.
0: Sorry, well, your name was on the sheet.
1: So. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't feel the need to beat this poor beer into the ground. We. All, I'm going to show
0: you on the doll where this beer hurt me.
1: We all immediately take a drink and dumped it. It went into the dump bucket. Uh, this, this was just bad. I don't know who this is for. I don't know why this exists. I'm not even going to ask Wells what his thoughts
2: are on it, because I know he hates it, too. I definitely don't hate it as much as the two of you, but I also don't like it. Um, where, in
0: what world, are you actively looking to drink this? I mean, like I'm, I'm morbidly curious. Where, what situation you could possibly be in where you're like, you know what I really want? A bourbon barrel-aged coffee and vanilla
2: sour. I've had coffee sours from New Belgium before that are really good. Um, but this ain't that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all I'm going to say. This this just uh this was a little too tryhardy for me and it didn't quite seal the deal and it's one thing if you're going to fall on your face and not try very hard like at least be like oh that's such And for I mean you. it's just such but a
1: bummer. It's from Orpheus I think like,
2: Look everybody fucking makes mistakes all the time yeah. there's no use in holding up fucking breweries as if no. you god
0: No no and and, and I mean I will still acquire transmigration of souls uh, yep. if it is moderately fresh. Whenever I see it, I still absolutely adore that beer and some of the other stuff they put out too. But, but look, I, but this one I look at and I'm like, the hell! Like, did you guys lose a bet?
2: I guess yeah. this means I should dip into the cellar and because I still, I mean, I bought like a damn case of beer while I was in Atlanta, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm breathing really deeply right now because
0: I thought you were about to say you bought a case of this.
2: No, no. (laughs) I I bought a case of like, I mean, a mixed case. It was, you know, some Monday nights, some Orpheus, everything. And I'll just peel off one of the Orpheus. I don't know, barrel aged barley wines and see if that kind of soothes your soul a little bit. Just to to remind you of like, oh, yeah, by the way, they still kill it. It's just this one was an anomaly. One bad beer does not make a brewery bad. No, it doesn't. But you just really hated this beer. I Mm. really hate this beer. Alright, well it's time for I tap that Fire
0: of a Thousand suns.
2: How does that work? Oh man. Uh so since we've been drinking beer on the show, what's the what's the one that we would want on tap on our theoretical <laughs> or in Jeff's case actual home kegerator? Jeff, why do you right. lead us off? Well
0: since you guys are my friends, I would have this for my friends. Uh would be my would be the one that I would tap. Uh barley wine with milk stout. Um no reason it should really work and yet I mean I, I shouldn't say that I never would have thought That this would work But now that I have had it I really enjoyed it
2: Wells how about you I could in theory Absolutely rip through Some Susie Tucker tea And some friendly reminder However What's the one thing That I want to keep Coming back to As long as that keg Fucking lasts I'm with Jeff It's going to be the Before my friend What can I say I'm a barley wine slut Speaking of barley wine sluts. What would you
0: do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me?
2: Then uh, me your ears and I'll kick it to Josh. Did you just call me a barley
1: wine slut? Yes. Okay, I have. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Oh, man. This is, yeah. There's there's no question. There is one king of the show and this Be The Beer. Jeff, we're at the end. Where are we at?
0: CrapBeerCast.com. Come check us out. Um... We're on Twitter at CBcast. And I say we, I mean Josh. He's the one that really handles all of it. We're on Instagram, technically, but we don't really do anything with that. We've got a Facebook, you know, Instagram.com slash Crapeer
2: Cast, Facebook.com slash Crapeer You know. Maybe somebody will actually give me the login information. I've
0: given you the login. No, you haven't. Uh, but yeah, check out the Facebook, uh, you know, the websites where you can actually go to the website and listen to the episodes on the site. Uh, which is super fun. If you don't have like a modern technological phone, that <laughs> you can download podcasts. To. And how the fuck are you listening to this? Yeah, right. I mean, like, I, I, have, I have questions. I have a couple questions, but it's not really important. But yeah, you know, like
2: I burn everything to cassette.
0: That's right. That's right. I, uh, I downloaded it to my PC that I have hooked up to my uh, dual uh, my my reel to reel, and uh, I've got all your podcasts on reel to reel. Oh, heyo! Nice. Yes, because vinyl tracker out. bust. That's right. But check us out. Uh, you know, tell a friend if you are if you like what we're doing. Um, we got an anniversary episode coming up here before too long. Some very special stuff might get uh, brought out for that. Although at this point, we keep doing these anniversaries. And it's just like, ah, oh, here's the craziest thing that I have left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is also fine. Like, none of that's really bad. But at any rate. Wells, where can they find you?
2: I mean... Uh, you can find me at all the wells on Instagram and Twitter and Venmo and PayPal and whatever. I want some of those boots. All right. I want those dragon's milk boots. Somebody right, send me some enough. money for dragon's milk boots. Fair enough. Josh, where are you?
1: You can follow me on Twitter at JoshTBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to visit our subreddit slash r craftbeercast. Be like Shrieking Bigfoot. Get your name mentioned on the show. Streaking Bigfoot was the person? That's uh, right. Oh, that's awesome. That's right.
0: From Minnesota, don't you know?
1: From Minnesota, eh? Gee, golly, don't you know?
2: Is uh, that why Bigfoot's always so blurry in pictures He's streaking? Cause yeah, because it's exhalated. cold as fuck. It's
1: pixelated. Uh, yeah, it's cold as fuck out there. Come on. Uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.